Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids Presents! Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from <laughs> to <laughs> and everything in between. I'm Tin and Dooyeb, and this week I haven't been able to do my jacket up. Um. That's embarrassing, isn't it? I can't do my jacket up. Being able to do up your jacket is something that children at nursery learn how to do. Um, Or for some of you listeners, you might not call it nursery. You might call it kindergarten, which translated into English means child garden. That's confusing, isn't it? Because children go to nursery or kindergarten, but also sometimes you get plants from a nursery. Hang on, are all these two and three-year-olds doing all the work to make people's gardens nice? I wouldn't trust a toddler to do a garden, would you? they just get very muddy, try to eat some worms and then probably poo themselves. It's like here in the UK, the first year of school is called reception, but also when you go to a school it says check in at reception when you arrive. That's so confusing. Why are they letting four-year-olds work in the office? What is going on? And why do you then have to go to school to learn things and get a job? But if you didn't learn anything and you just stayed in reception for ages or the child garden, then you'd already have a very good job. It's all very silly. Sorry, what was I talking about again? Linda? Linda, what was I meant to be talking about, Linda? useless. Where is Linda? Who is Linda? I've forgotten what I was going to say now, so um, let me just do a quick check in the mailbag for any new messages from you lot out there. You know, them listeners what you are. Right. Ah, now I've had these three messages sent in by one of you on the Spotify Q&A. Uh, hang on. Was it the Snotify Q&A or the Spotify Q&A? Let me just pick it up. Ah, no, it's Spotify. It's covered in spots and not snot. So I think it is OK. So um, here we go. The first message just said, hi, zip89678. Um, hi, is that my name? Um, are you saying that I'm a zipper? Is, is that my zip name? Well, I don't even know what a zip name is. Um, I just thought that was when you said a name really quickly and it kind of zips past like, Tina. Um, I didn't think my zip name was zip89678. Am I part of a zip club? Um, uh, okay, right. Let me see message number two. Maybe this will clear it up. Um, Message number two says, I'm happy for you that you're still on holiday. Uh, well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm not on holiday. I'm, I'm here at Comedy Club for Kids HQ. Or is this what you think I do on holiday? Do you think I come to Comedy Club for Kids HQ for a holiday? What do I do the rest of the time? 
I don't work in a garden centre or a reception desk because I'm too old for that. So, OK, let me see message number three. Maybe this will clear it up. I'm Zip 999969653. I'm lagging behind the sofa. What? What does this mean? Is the sofa ahead of you in a race and you're losing? How are you racing a sofa? Oh, no, wait, hang on. Some sofas have got little wheels underneath them, haven't they? So you can kind of push them around um, if you need to. Maybe it's one of those sofas and it's on a hill and the sofa's going down faster because it's really heavy. That would make sense. Um, what? Zip 999696653. Is that your name? Is that your first name and your surname? I'm afraid I don't speak zipper. And this is all really very strange. <gasps> Hold on one galubbin minute. I was talking about my jacket that I can't get on and I was about to tell you it's because the zip is broken. So when I've been trying to do it up, I have to try again and again and again and again and again and again and again to make the zip work. And it makes this noise. So has this listener got this show confused and doesn't think it's Radio Nonsense, the official show of Comedy Club for Kids, but instead that it's Radio Zip Sense, the official show of the Comedy Club for Zips? No, I won't have it. I won't have it because I've listened to Radio Zip Sense before and it's rubbish. It's all stories on how to do the zip on a really big tent when you go camping, you know, and it's got like two zip mitts and you have to sort of zip them to the same place. It's very confusing. Or how to do all the zips on lots of zippy up pockets on one of those jackets that dads wear when they go outside in case they accidentally go fishing or have to fight a bear. It's so boring. And no, I will not do a zip based podcast, not even one about taking part in a race against a sofa, which... I don't think actually has anything to do with zips, unless it zips past you on the way down the hill. Anyway, look, sorry, everyone. I, d I didn't mean to get so angry and confused. Maybe I should just calm down. And perhaps I've got all these messages very wrong. Um, you know, I'm delighted to get any messages from you as long as you enjoy listening to the show. Uh, and if you are a listener and you want to send in any message at all, and of course, especially any questions that you need to have answered, then you can do that by getting your blundering Henrys. I'm sorry. I mean, grown ups. So help you email me at podcast at comedy club for kids or you can, as Zip 999696653 did, message via the Spotify Q&A for each episode. And if your grown-ups would like to help support this show, they can sign you up to the Linda edition on Apple Podcasts, Patreon or Acast Plus for just 2 99 I think it's 2 99 in almost every country. Um, so it's like 2 99 in pounds or dollars or, I don't know, green peas or shoes. Um, and it means that you get an advert-free episode one day earlier than everyone else. And it means I might be able to buy a new jacket. Do also check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store. Oh, and, 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 and the very big news this week is that this show, Radio Nonsense, was nominated for Best Children's Podcast at the Independent Podcast Awards a few weeks ago. Now, I'm very sad to say that this show did not win. I was very chuffed that it was nominated, but it did not win. However, the show that did win is the other podcast I do that I co-host with Athena Kublenu, Bust or Trust, a Kids Mystery Podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, please do, as it's now won an award at everything. Yeah. What was that? A zip noise? I'm not even wearing my jacket because I'm indoors and I won't feel the benefit, whatever that means. Oh, another one. Um, right, well, um, I'm going to investigate. And while I do, you listen to this most important as bit. <laughs> 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 
Today I'm going to go on the cheapest and maybe most dangerous zipline on earth. I am very excited that with me on the show today is Christina Grosspeach, a.k.a. Christina Christina, who once blew raspberries at a hyena, a.k.a. Crystals Gristles, champion juggler of whistles, and as all our Greek-speaking listeners know you, after inikiri apumu eclipse tifisa monica. But of course, Christina, you are most well known for your incredible efforts to save the tiger by putting lots of them in your bank account, for your world record breaking collection of things that have fallen off other things. And of course, most famously, for being the first person to bring peace to the entire world for five whole minutes when you projected emojis onto the moon. Um, Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I just got back from the moon, actually. So I'm, wow. oof, I'm a little tired. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I didn't realize you actually went up. I thought you used a device on Earth, but you actually you travel up there and you do it. Oh, it's much faster. Right. It's just much faster to go straight there. You know, I know they talk about the speed of light, how light could get there faster than me, but I didn't buy it. So I right. thought I yeah, I thought I'd just get up there project my emojis right from the source you know i do you know i agree i i've heard about the speed of light but still as whenever i've seen it human beings have to turn lights on or off so light isn't that quick or it would do it itself oh yeah i mean i'm sitting there turning the lights it's not beating me i'm the one telling the light to go on and off so yeah (laughs) i might be faster than the speed of light i don't know just a hypothesis I, I would wager that you you definitely are. I would I would uh, reckon so. Uh, just just based on that, really. I, and, and I wondered how do you how are you getting to the moon? Then is that is you sort of standard method of a rocket there, rocket back, or are you? Uh, yeah, rocket ways? there, rocket back. A little interesting. Um, my rocket was built by this team of tiger tigers. You you did mention that I was saving the tigers, mm-hmm. and part of that was I'm trying to um, get them back into the workforce. You know, more employment wow. for tigers. So I hired this team of tigers to build the rocket and ah, they really do good work. Great engineers. Wow. I had no idea tigers did engineering. Um, is that because their paws are quite sort of, I, I, well, this is, this is my awful. I've, I've just sort of assumed this about them. I've stereotyped about tigers. They've got quite big paws. Uh, they haven't got opposable thumbs. I thought maybe not great at engineering, but obviously I'm very wrong. You know, they, they've, they've really adapted. They got these, you know, the huge claws. They can turn screws with their big nails. And, you know, everybody, once they once they put their minds to it, they really could find a way, whether it was with their mouths, their tails. Um, you got to give everybody a chance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm sorry for ever doubting them, really. I feel quite awful about it. I, I mean, you know, because they sell cereal, don't they? And then what else do they do? They hide in the jungle. I, that's all I really knew about tigers. Yeah. They sell cereal. They represent multiple, you know, sport teams. That's hard work. Yes. You know, they're course. out there yeah. cheer, yeah. getting the crowd going. Um, they do hide in the jungle. Um, and they have uh, little spots on their ears that that look like second pairs of eyes. So they're, I mean, they're. What? They're if you look at a, a tiger leaning down into the water their ears have a white spot in a gray spot and it looks like so it would look like they're looking out at you while their real eyes are in the water it's it's protection tigers are always protecting themselves they're always they've got all these you just never know what to expect with a tiger (laughs) case in point amazing civil and rocket engineers 
I I had no idea about the eye thing. That is incredibly cool. That is something you should Google, Tiernan. <laughs> I I I went. Do you know what? I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it definitely. And I I'm also yeah. Is that sh- should we be doing that? Should we be painting eyes onto our ears for for sort of protection or or oh, to distract enemies? Absolutely. On the back of our heads, on our hands. If we're sleep, we could prote- you know if we want to be asleep. We want to take a nap, but we don't want others to know. Just put that on your hand. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I think, space for innovation in the camouflage industry. Yeah. I guess, do you know what there is? And I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can, I can see right now. Um, and I assume you can see me. I'm, I, I don't believe you're camouflaging. Uh, you might be, and I haven't, uh, you know, maybe. I would assume where you use camouflage, you do it very well. Um, I, I've not. I was going to say I don't really do it much. I don't really think about camouflaging very often, and I, I'm wondering if that's something that's missing from my life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, say you've got, you know, grand, a grandparent visit that you don't want to really, <laughs> you don't really want to be there for that. You just need yeah, to be the yeah. same color as your wall, and nobody's going to try and give you a hug and a kiss that you didn't want. You don't need. Uh. You don't, yeah. That's so sensible. It really is. That's so sensible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's there's so many situations you could just avoid by blending in with your surroundings. And uh yeah, I I never think about that actually. Yeah, avoiding grandparents, um, avoiding lots of meetings, really. Um, I think I'd just sort of I, I think I'd probably stay the colour of the wall most times. Oh, I mean, certainly if you'd like, if that's your preferred method of interacting yeah. with the world just being a just being a fly on the wall almost but just a human painted the wall color yeah which is then a problem you might get a fly landing on you mm-hmm. thinking you're a wall oh yeah see we found we found a problem we're going to need to get some engineers on this <laughs> <laughs> is and a t- tiger tiger based engineers yeah, we're going to need to yeah. the tigers. We'll need a full swatting device for all of us humans who prefer to blend in with the walls to protect us from flies. Um, yeah, this is a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. This might be why I have not done it before because you have mm-hmm. to you have to entirely cover yourself in white paint and then or, or whichever color your wall is, uh, maybe something more interesting, and then hide by the wall and then have the fly swatting device. It's not. It's not. E- it doesn't sound easy to me. Yeah, you know, but that. Yeah, you know, there, that's the problem. You know, one step forward, two steps backwards. But we're <laughs> we're really determined to solving solving me and my tiger team. We're determined to solving some of life's problems like this. So we'll keep at it. It is brilliant, and, and what I like as well is that you know, uh, there's this understanding that we should save the tigers, uh, which I, I do. You know, I don't disagree with it at all. But it sounds very much like they're saving us. Oh. Yes, the tigers are saving us. I mean, every day I feel like I am learning from these tigers. Mm. Um, uh, apart from their engineer and camouflage skills, I mean, excellent jugglers. Um, <laughs> excellent jugglers. And that's something that I w- don't have the hand coordination for. So I'm just amazed when people can, you know, throw pineapples, pears, small squirrels. They just mm. they just go right for it. 
That's yeah. very impressive. That's do they do that while balancing on anything? I sort of in my head I've got them on a unicycle for some reason. Is that is that oh, accurate? Unicycles, they're ro- walking on, you know, big ball like rolling balls, yes, rolling that's walks, it, yeah. um driving cars while juggling. I mean, these tigers are multi uh they they are gifted. Very gifted. That's yeah, that's incredible. I yeah, I I I'd had it was I'd forgotten about the balancing on balls uh, thing, which they're very good about uh, doing, aren't they? That seems to be a real tiger sort of skill. Um, I think they do that in the wild as well as uh, as well as when engineering. Yes, yes, they definitely do that yeah, in the wild, yeah. and that's something that you'll yeah. see if you have an opportunity to ever go camping and you hear kind of a rustling. Mm. It's probably a tiger rolling on a ball through the woods. That's something too, and that's quite a sight. Yeah. 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 I bet. I bet. I, I, I can't believe, you know, I, I'm so, uh, again, grateful that you, you came on the show, but you, you've done it just as you've returned from the moon. You must be exhausted. Oh, yeah. You're, you're dealing with all these, I say dealing with these tigers. Again, they seem very civil and probably quite nice to deal with. Um, but you, you're you managing them. You, you've got it. You're a full-time team manager of tigers. Absolutely. Yes. So that's a lot going on. Oh, I know. And the time zone difference between here and the moon. <laughs> It's 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 more than twenty four hours. It's it's more than twenty. You can't even imagine. I'm uh, I'm right now. It's as if I'm. It should be maybe morning here in Los Angeles, mm. but I feel like it's, um, you know, morning on the moon. It's great. Right. <laughs> that is that is completely crazy. Yeah. And hang on, are you? Is it? Are you? Are you twenty four hours in the past, or are you twenty four hours in the future? 24 hours in the future. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's it like? Is there any, have you got any tips? Is there anything we should know about? A big 24 hours coming up for you guys. Big 24 hours. I can't say. (laughs) It's the, you know, it's just the time zone travelers code. But, you know, you do want to um, definitely like you, you, you know, a, a new friend may come back into your life and... That might be a good, uh, you know, that might be a really good thing for you, you and your friends. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that's very mysterious. I, that's very mysterious. So in the next 24 hours, right. Okay. I gotta, I gotta keep my eyes peeled because I do, I do always think like, you know, um, when it's New Year's Eve and, and sometimes, uh, and I'm guessing they probably have this, uh, you know, on, on television on the moon and, and in Los Angeles, they often show all the places that have had the New Year's celebrations before you have. So it's like, it's already New Year's in Australia and they'll show all the fireworks. And I always thought that if you traveled around the world at the right time, you could see all of them. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, you could do that in my, you know, in the rocket that I have while we were going up. We weren't traveling mm. on New Year's, but we went up with the sun the whole way around. So we got, tw- you know, 24 hours of sunlight. We we got to have a little a party the whole 24 hours, never going to bed all the way up to the moon. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, that's what this is where I, a lot of listeners to this, uh, I think, will regularly get angry with their bedtimes. But if they were to be on a rocket like that, then they just wouldn't have to go to bed at all. See, that's the workaround. Yes. You can skip the bedtime if you're on a rocket because it's never. It's never 8 p.m. It's never time for bed. That's really smart. Yeah. Is this is this how they sell being an astronaut? Because, you know, when they when they talk about like, oh, you should become an astronaut because you explore space and there's science, they should be saying, kids, do you, you never want to go to bed? Because then 
you need to come to NASA and train. Oh, that's actually in the pamphlets. Right, right, yeah. right. And the European Space Agency, um, NASA here in the US, that's in the pamphlets. Um, you never have to go to bed. You mm. get to spin around in the air all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bunch of spinning and you never get dizzy. And all of your food comes in these fun little snacks. And this one's a little secret, but it's, there's, you're up there. It's a constant game of hide and seek with aliens. Constant. <laughs> constant. <laughs> right. Is that, that's right. So it's a bit, hang on. So you're, do they know, they must know you're there to know, to, to, are they searching? Are you finding? What's the, how do you know whose turn it is? Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> while you go up, that's when they hide. So, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta right, you're right, searching, right, right. but you're searching, right. um, but you may get lucky. Some of the astronauts came back and said that they found them. So, you know, that's, they won, they won hide and seek. So that's really that desire to be the absolute best hide and seeker is what brings a lot of the astronauts to the European Space Agency and NASA. I bet. I bet. And then yeah. the, 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 the worry I would have, maybe I'm thinking into this too much, but if they won and they find the aliens, then it's the aliens' turn. But then does everyone on Earth have to hide? Right now, I think they're just hiding in the space in their space stations okay. and rockets. Phew. Okay. Yeah. That's I don't think good. the aliens so have figured out that we're on the planet at all. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So it's like the astro it's the astronaut's job. They they can take up the hide and seek duty. Yes. We don't yes. all have to because I know that with you being twenty four hours ahead, uh, you know. It's just something I hope you'd I'd hope you'd break the code and give us a heads up about if we all had to suddenly hide. Yes. No, Again, you know, and advise on camouflage, probably. You know, and you know, people gotta go to school. They got crafts to make. Yeah. We can't yeah. be hiding yeah. all day. You know, yeah. we got a lot yeah. we got little macaroni necklaces on my that's on my to do list today. So I I can't oh, hide yeah. all day. So that's great of the astronauts to really, you know, when they do find the aliens, then the astronauts will take up the hiding mantle to keep the aliens yeah. searching and away from um, the planet Earth. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's very complex. And, you know, again, I have to I can't say it enough how pleased I am that you're on the show because you, you've got a lot going on. But, you know, that there's all there's all these areas of your life where you're very very busy and so I, i'm grateful that you've come on the show um and i do have a question that i think christina I, I think you are the person that can answer it i hope you're okay with me saying that oh wow um, i'm so honored yeah yeah well i think i think you're the perfect person to answer this question um before i ask it to you though uh this show has a little bit of admin um are you okay with me asking you some admin questions absolutely yeah, great. Okay. Um, well, the first bit is that um, I'm not sure if you're aware, um, but this is an audio podcast. Uh, so all our listeners tend to listen with their ears. They might listen with their elbows, their knees, their bums. We, we don't discriminate sure. however they want to do it. Um, so generally ears. Uh, and I just wondered then if you had a favorite noise that you could make for us or at least tell us about. Um, a favorite noise that I might make. Mm. Um, sure, 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 sure. Uh, here we go. It's kind of wow. like um it's kind of like a, a a walrus looking for a hug, you know? A walrus that needs a wow. little comforting is kind of how I describe it. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. I I I I love the noise. I wasn't entirely sure 
where to place it. And as soon as you said that, that makes that makes instant sense. Um, is that do they need? Whenever you see walruses, they're always sort of like just lying in a in a pile, like just like they've all sort of lolloped everywhere on top of each oh, other. Oh, they're exhausted. So, so, right. Yeah, so they've they're, so they're not like under the water. They're doing a lot of work down there, cleaning things right. up, um, building parks, um, taking mm. care of their kids, taking going to work. They're oh, they're exhausted. So they come up, they take a nap, and you know everybody needs a little comfort, some support. Oh yeah. So sometimes the yeah. walrus has to say, "Hey, I need a little ten. I need a little TLC. I need a little yeah, need a little comfort. Can I have a hug, please?" <laughs> It's a good sound. It's a. I mean, I say that obviously. It's a sad sound. They need a. They need a hug, and that, you know, I don't want to disrespect that. Um, but it is a very good sound. I mean, I guess I'd have thought being a walrus, it's just exhausting having to brush your teeth. Like that. That would take so long each, each tooth and. Yeah, that definitely. Well, that's probably why they're so tired. That on top of all yeah. their daily responsibilities is that's quite a lot for anybody. That is a lot. Yeah. How how did you know you could do such a noise? Was there a moment you, you realized you, you were capable of making this uh, incredible walrus sound? Well, sure. I was on an expedition in the Arctic um, looking for tigers. Unfortunately, we did not find any in the Arctic. That was a big sure. lesson learned. Um, sure. And I had a dream. And in this dream, I was a walrus. And I w- started making this noise. And when I woke up... I guess I had made the noise while I was sleeping because there were all these walruses around me giving me a hug when I woke up. Oh, isn't that so nice? nice? Just so caring. What a caring animal. So now I made all these friends. I learned so much about their society. Um, They uh, how they you know elect uh, temporary leaders by making their votes. They vote (laughs) with their teeth. Yeah, so you know that's how they mark which one they want with a little hole in their to- with their tooth. So, really, right. just really complex societies and just uh, just the most loving creatures I've met. That's great. That's great. Are they good engineers or not? Not their thing. You know, not rocket engineers. They make great sure. parks. Mm. Lots of great playgrounds down there for their kids. Really nice. kind of more fit. Oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of fun underwater playgrounds and water slides. That's that's their what they're yeah. really good at engineering. I can imagine a walrus going down a water slide at a terrifying speed. Oh, they're I think so like, fast. Yeah. They're like luges yeah. or bobsleds. They're just woo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I I think brilliant fun for them. I would never want to be at a water park when a group of walruses is visiting. <laughs> I think. I think it would just be it'd be a bit much, but um yeah, it's worth, you know, great. Listen, thank you. Thank you, Christy. It's a fantastic noise. And um, again, another fantastic insight into wildlife I didn't even know about. Uh, I was going to ask if they had eyes painted on their ears, but I don't know if walruses have ears, so it's probably an invalid question. Um, the other bit of admin I do have to ask you is uh, this show, as well as being audio, it's also suitable for people of any age you can imagine. I don't know if you're able to imagine an age. Are you able to... Uh, how about um, 42? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 42. Uh, absolutely. Minus 42. Absolutely suitable for that too. Oh, okay. Not suitable for 100 year olds. Long story. Won't go into it. But Oof. every other age, it's absolutely fine for 101. Absolutely fine. Um, so uh, because it, it's suitable for everyone, I just want to check if there are any rude words that you won't be saying 
during the rest of this show. Oh, rude words that I won't mm. be saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I certainly will not be saying spotted leaf sprocket. Um, oh, oh, wow. Mm-mm-mm. I can't say that one. Wow. And I won't be saying um, square square rooted. Uh-uh-uh. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't want to get no, square thank- rooted, and that's a little uh, inappropriate. That's like, you know, that's, that's not what everyone wants to hear. No, I, I, I'm really pleased you're not going to say square rooted on. I mean, the spotted leaf sprocket is 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 one thing, and obviously there'll be a lot of listeners in 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 particularly in certain parts of the world that would hear that and instantly be sick. Um, I know the effect that can have on people, and I do appreciate you not saying that. But but square rooted. The idea that anyone would even bring maths uh, or, or or math, uh, as you might say in the states, you know, to, to this podcast and, and square rooting in particular, it's the it's the worst. It's very no. Upsetting. I mean, if yeah. if our audiences heard you and I saying square rooted, square rooted, they would drop yeah. to their knees, they would sob, they would crush, they would they would clutch mm-hmm. their hair, they would raise their hands to the sky and say why. But yeah. so that's why we're not going to say square rooted. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely, I don't think anyone should say square rooted uh, or, or or square roots. I, I hope you don't accidentally say any numbers that are the square roots of any other number uh, no, as well, yeah. because that's the sort of thing that would probably get us shut down um, by the audio uh, authority uh, broad board. I think that's, I don't know. Oh yeah, they're very yeah they're very serious yeah. about making sure we're yeah. not mixing um, subjects, so we can't bring yes maths into this. It's just it's just not um and we couldn't yeah. bring history into this either it's just these we haven't gotten approval no you're, you're right and i mean and also you know it's probably worth saying that square root is a mix of it's a mix of a shape and and a type and, and a type of vegetable oh they, so they it's can't already that at all or, yeah it's it's all it's awful they're not out really of the awful. box thinkers i don't know no no well no no, they're, they're ter- terrible people. And, uh, <laughs> awful words. And, uh, you know, thank you for not saying square rooted. I definitely wouldn't dare say square rooted on the show. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Really Never again, show. square rooted. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for that. Uh, right. Well, listen, um, Christina. Okay, this is the big one. This is the big question. This has been sent in by Evie, who is aged 10. Um, I should say, I don't know 10 what. I assume it's years, but it could be minutes. It could be decades. It could be... Um, pairs of socks. It yeah. could be pineapples. She could be ten pineapples old. Yeah. Um, I don't know how how old that is. Approximately what sort of about four or five weeks, maybe. It's ten pineapples, Tiernan. <laughs> I think yeah. it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I know, but but you see oh. that you're the you're the engineering expert here. I, I, I've I don't normally have to weigh things in pineapples before space flight because. Because I don't, I don't, you know, I, I wish I could, but I can't take part in it. So I don't have to weigh everything in, 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 in that sort of measurements. So mm. I'm, I'm not as sure of it as you are. But. Oh, well, there's always room yeah. to learn. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. And, and hey, if Evie is age 10 pineapples, I'll make a point of once I finish Googling eyes on tiger's ears, I will, I will go and Google exactly how, how long each pineapple is in years. Great. 
as I've got a lot of learning to do today. I have to say, I wasn't, well, I was expecting uh, you to be informative and educational, but I wasn't expecting that I would leave this podcast today and have to learn. I have to spend the next 24 hours learning and who, and then a friend's going to pop up in the middle of it that I wasn't expecting and throw it all off. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot. Well, that's yeah. what happens when you go to the moon. I mean, I know what's going to happen for the next 24 hours. I'm just trying to get you prepped. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Without breaking the code, mm-hmm. it has to be all these subtle clues. So I've got pineapples, eyes on tiger's ears. Okay, I'm getting. I'm getting there. Walrus, walrus information. Oh, it's good. It's good. I'm <laughs> making a note. And then when, when this friend appears. Yeah, good. Right. Well, it's so mysterious, so enigmatic, this chat, and it's very exciting. Um, we'll, we'll listen. Evie is age 10, potentially pineapples. We're not sure. Um, and she says, uh, and my question is this. Why is it that everyone cares so much about every snowflake being unique and different, but nobody realises that the same is true for potatoes? They are all unique too. Wow. Evie. Mm, it's deep. What a philosopher. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. This is such a great question. And honestly, the reason is, and you're not going to like this, but it's corruption from the big snowflake industry. <sighs> the big snowflake industry has been funneling money into the, into the, you know, news networks and entertainment networks. And they're really trying to get people invested in snowflakes. But, you know, the potato industry, they know that people will come to potatoes on their own. So Mm. it's that's really different. See, you found potatoes on your own, Evie. So you didn't need to be sold to. So you found the potatoes. So that's that's its own organic marketing. Uh, Wow. marketing. Yes. Yeah. That's is is that why uh, maybe I again this is this has blown my mind. I have to say I I wasn't aware of the the snowflake uh, industry. Um, is is that why uh, oh, I've got so many questions? Firstly, is that why potatoes are always in disguises? Because you know we you rarely see just a, a potato in its unique form. It's always sliced. It's fried. It's mashed. It's uh, I don't know turned into little waffles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, is is that why we don't get to see them in their purest, unique form? Well, their purest, unique form is almost too beautiful to behold. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Some, they need yeah. to protect. They need to protect us sometimes by, you know, much like the tiger, camouflaging into different, um, mm. you know, different things to fit in on a plate a little bit better. So we're not so awed by the beauty of a fundamentally infinite infinitely unique potato that we just faint right there at dinner my goodness because i I saw one once and i don't know if you've seen this christina you must have done your travels i saw a potato and it had a little it had a little hat and a little eyes nose mustache tiny little feet tiny little arms and that was a disguise to stop me seeing how incredible it was yeah, you really have to earn your appreciation of potato beauty, you know? Right, yeah. You've really got to be dedicated enough to look past the disguise, look past the mashed camouflage, and see the wondrous um, potato underneath. Mm. Each each spud grows in a different place than the next potatoes 
on to your right or left. They're all, they are all unique butterflies, That's but potatoes. But, but potato, but potato, butterflies, but potatoes. Yes, absolutely. Um, wow. I well, listen. I, I've got to ask about this this snowflake industry because it's it's because I I didn't realize like snowflakes are manufactured because they just every now and then they fall, and then often they're gone before you really get. You know, again, we we hear they're unique and different, but by the time you look at them, they've melted. Well, that's Paul. Part of it. You see, it's limited time offer. So they're right. really trying to get to to drum up excitement. So everyone rushes to see the snowflakes, make you think that it's only right now. But this is all part of the snowflake scheme. Up there in the clouds, we've got these marketing executives, these people in suits living up there, all mm. trying to just get us in on their snowflake um, control. You know, they're there. I don't. I don't I haven't gotten to the bottom of this controversy yet. I'm still digging right, it up. Right. I don't know how they're making money off of it, but I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive the corruption runs straight to the top of the clouds. Yeah. Yeah, I hey, I, I agree with you. I'm I'm sure I, I I feel like you've opened my eyes and, and my potato eyes to, to this and my eyes on, on my ears. Um I, there, there must be because it is funny how people always want it to snow. Like when it's, it's you know, uh, uh, in, in the UK, it's always, is it going to snow for Christmas? Is it going to snow in time for Christmas? Is it going to snow in winter? And all the kids always want it to snow. And actually, when it does snow, it's wet, it's cold. No one really has fun. Everyone yeah. slips and falls on their bum. Um, Isn't you that know. suspicious? Mm. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, suspicious. yeah really suspicious and why is it always snowflakes why isn't anything else falling from we got rain sure we've got rain mm. but why isn't anything mm. else when sand is never falling down rice never coming down from the sky <laughs> it could it's the right size yeah you're right yeah you're right it, it could i yeah i i you'd need stronger umbrellas i think um if rice mm. fell i can imagine that being a bit painful are you thinking cooked rice or uncooked rice? Well, maybe if the rice fell with the rain, it would be cooked by the time it got. Oh, to the and then you could just eat it. Oh, that'd be delicious. Off the floor. <laughs> yeah, that would be really yeah, great. That would be yum, yum. Oh, I'm in. That's great. How how would you feel about potatoes falling from the sky? Well, we would need exceptionally strong umbrellas for that scenario. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Steel hats. Um, but I'm all for it. Again, I much, much like Evie, I dedicated years to discovering the wonder of the potato. And I, and I, when I came across this beautiful secret that potatoes are unique, I, I really felt like potatoes were one of the most, um, wondrous, spectacular things on the planet. If we could have more potatoes, falling from the sky, then they'd mash when they hit the ground. Again, we've got yeah. a whole dinner coming up from, you know, a whole dinner just plopping down from the sky. That's great. That's great. I we I suppose we have to find a way because to to make potatoes evaporate to go up there in the first place mm -hmm. or is a clever uh, maybe it's something for the tigers to engineer. Maybe maybe yes. it's just something to we need grow a, potatoes a potato in clouds. Vacuum. Or... A potato vacuum. Yeah. And maybe maybe this is where we can get an elephant in on this. 
feel like that's what right. trunk <laughs> could be. Like, a trunk could could have some use here. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna that's have to start clever. up a start up a, a a new a new startup from elephant vacuums. See see if we can see if we can really disrupt the industry. I I I hope you can. I feel like you're you're. This is your calling, actually. <laughs> Um, I wow, this is very exciting. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, so I was going to say, is, do you think you could grow potatoes in clouds? Would that be another way to do it, or do you think that's too hmm. too tricky? Well, there's definitely water up there, so yeah. I don't see why not. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. If it's, if, it's, if it's, all you would need is to find a way to get the seeds to stay in the clouds, not fall. So yeah. that's all you would need. Some well, sort of spider I, web. Oh, can you can you get a, a can you get hi- spiders hired as well? Is this uh, elephant spiders? I feel if you were to break them into two different teams, that there'd, uh, there'd be some good work that comes out of that. Yeah, we 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 would hire the spiders to create kind of a cloud web to hold the seeds. And you know, spiders <laughs> are, but not a lot of people know this, but spiders are actually excellent singers. Unfortunately, they're too small for us to hear. But if we right. were able to shrink down, we would hear their excellent sing. They're excellent um, singing arias, opera, very emotional singers. Um, so yeah, so we would get the spider team on it in the sky and our cleanup crew, the elephants, they'd be there on the ground and that would be, okay, I think we're coming up with a great business plan here. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I can't wait to see how this plays out uh, and I look forward to, again, you'll be in the future and I know it break the code, but maybe if you give us some warning when potatoes might rain down just so we're not we're not too injured when it happens all right um, so i will we, do my not... my walrus call okay perfect. if you hear if you hear <laughs> dancing along the wind a walrus calling <laughs> then you'll know potato alert get out perfect, your steel hat perfect signal Thank you, thank you, Christy. Thank you for all the hard work you're you're doing um, in in changing changing the 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 uh, I suppose the earth really, but changing the industry, tackling taking on the system um, to to bring us all potatoes from the sky. And you know, and I I, I do hope as well that, that maybe after listening to this, some of our listeners will will say to other people like you are beautiful like a potato. You know, I hope that becomes common kind of language maybe around the world that we can start saying to people. Oh, what you, a compliment. You remind yes. me of a potato. Yeah. You remind me of a potato. You, your face shines like a potato spud. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that would be, that would be, that's the way forward. And I, I hope it comes true. Um, listen, Christina, th- thank you. So that, what an incredible answer. I hope Evie is very pleased with that answer. Um, thank and, you so and, much, Evie. You know, I hope she strives to become a potato, um, like, like all of us do. Uh, and, and have you got a busy, uh, I mean, you're obviously very busy. You've just got back from the moon. Have you got a busy next few days, months, decades, centuries ahead of you? What's what's going on? Oh, yeah. So for the next few centuries, um, my kind of big plan is <clears throat> desert renovation. Um you know, trying to figure out how, uh, you know, I was putting the emojis on the moon. So I'm trying to put emojis on the desert, but the sand Mm. keeps blowing them away. So really trying to figure out how to get these emojis. I would love, I think every desert would be a little more 
cheerful if it had a smiley face, you know, the little waving ghost, octopus emoji, any of those. Yeah. Really give it a little cheerful, uh, cheerful vibe for the de- for the I- desert. That's a fantastic idea, and I, I you know, I, I, again, I don't want to assume, um, and I, I know you've got to get on with your busy work, but it, it, I, I guess it's the problem that you can't have tigers working on that because desert to them looks like a giant litter tray. Right. Probably not the best place. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's tricky. one. That is really mm. one locale where tigers do not thrive. Yeah. Um, huge. Yeah. yeah. Big kitty litter tray. So, for that one, uh, we are going to have to bring in wolves. Right. Great. Well, I, I th- wolves wolves need jobs, and I'm pleased to hear that you're helping to save them too. So, uh, fantastic. Thank you. Listen, thank you so much, Christine. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for answering the questions, and thank you for all the incredible work you're doing out there in on on the moon and and uh, the deserts. Oh well, thank you for having me, and thank and thank you, Evie, for really helping me see the beauty of the potato. Oh, Zippy, look what you done! Thanks so much to Christina Gross-Peach for taking time out of all her moon travels and Tiger managing to answer Evie's very important question. Evie, I do hope you enjoyed your answer. And if not, please write any complaints you have onto a potato and chances are I'll eat it before I even think about reading it. And so I'll never have to see it. I must let you all know um, as well that Christina isn't just a moon traveling tiger managing expert, but she also writes for the superbly funny Story Pirates podcast, which if you enjoy this show, you will definitely, definitely love. It is brilliant. I enjoy it. It's fantastic. Um, do check it out wherever you get your podcasts from, unless you get your podcasts from the evil podcast shop, um, as that place charges a lot of money and they'll poke you in the eye because they're horrible. Don't go to the evil podcast shop. Everywhere else is great. If you have a question that needs answering um, or you just want to send in anything, then please get your blundering Henrys. Sorry, I mean grown-ups. Tell me, email me at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk or you can send in a message via the Spotify Q&A. If those same grown-ups would fancy supporting this show, they can sign up to the advert-free Linda edition on Apple Podcasts, Patreon or Acast Plus and you'll get each week's show a day early too. Oh, and do check out my other podcast, Bust or Trust, as well now it's... An award-winning show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? No, I just wanted a fanfare. I didn't want zips. There were no zips in that plugging bit. That was weird. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. What? I've been zipped in. What have I been zipped into? I didn't know there were zips around me. I wasn't in one of those giant tents where you need to, like, have the two different zips that zip up to the main bit. Comedy Club for Kids HQ doesn't have any zips. It's not a big tent. Why is it now so dark in here? <laughs> And now it's very, very squished in here too. Hang on, there's a little wallet in here. Let me just unzip it. Ah, a message. It says, Hello, Tina, zip it. How rude. All right, hang on, there's more. Zip it is how we zip say hello, even though we already said hello. Well, this is confusing. Um, we heard your messages to us, and we were so pleased you wanted to do a collaboration show with Comedy Club for Zips. Messages? I didn't send any messages. That was my stupid broken jacket. We look forward to your thoughts on zips on sandwich bags, belt bags and zip lines. No, that's so boring. I will not. How do I get out of here to complain? Oh, hang on. Ah, maybe I can unzip my way out. Oh, that's a bit better. There's still so many more to go. Wait, in America, 
And any of you listening to this that are in America, you've got zip codes, haven't you? Maybe that's what zip 999969653 sent me. Hang on, let me try my zip code. Zips, let me free. I am zip 89678. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm free now. And uh, let me just say, there is no way I'm doing a podcast with a comedy club for Zips. I hate that show. It's rubbish. In fact, I'm going to finish today's episode and then I'm going to go outside for a lovely walk. Ah, oh, it's raining. Oh, I guess I'll just get my jacket then. Uh, let me just try and do it up. Uh, it's really tricky. Why can't I? Hang on, there are more zip noises than even the noises I was making. What's going on? Not again, Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. It's the end.